Booyah, and it's time for the Game Sports Podcast. It is your host, David McKaig Jr. I am joined by Justin Heichel in this edition of the game. It is a Wednesday edition of the game. Justin, my friend, how's it going? Good. Good uh, Good to be here. Good to uh, good to be back. We got some more juicy topics this week. Not as uh, not as dramatic as last week, I guess. But, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see what we get into. Actually, I got a funny one right off the top. So, guy, guy that works with us, um, one of the warehouse guys, he uh, not a big sports fan, but he listens to all of us talk about sports all the time. And so he's kind of just like, he's into it, but he's into it from a distance. He says this week to me, he goes, I've noticed that when you guys are talking about sports, you're talking about a lot of the stuff that goes on outside of sports and not so much the sports. Is this kind of just like a reality show for men? Is this what this is? Like, and I wasn't like, I'm not like, no offense at all taken. It's just like, I've never heard that perspective. That blows my mind. You know what? That's a good, and I can, I'll answer that question. We're not supposed to be a reality show, but let's just say that we're all close friends and we tend to go down different rabbit holes quite often, but that's what, that's what the game's all about. You know, we give you the facts, give you the good juicy stories, but you know what? We keep it loose too. We 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 keep it loose, and that doesn't affect our content at all. I think it makes our content. Oh, I I, I thought that was good. funny. I've it never heard so that funny. perspective. <laughs> That's a great perspective, and the way he I mean, like, talk sports, I like it. Though you can just tell he's on avid into sports, but you know what? Maybe we can convert him into. Being well, that's into that's what I'm thinking. Like, are we like a gateway drug to sports? I like that gateway drug to sports. That might have to be the thumbnail title. Might not be. Uh, might no, not be, it's, maybe no, not. Maybe. maybe not. Comment below if you think it should be, and I can change it. Speaking of tonight's show, obviously on Wednesday, we know what's coming in this segment, but I'm going to give you the agenda. So firstly, though, the Game Sports Podcast is powered by 91N. That's 91 Network. There's a nice little hat right here. Just to my – I can't – there we go. To, to right behind me to my, to my right – uh, and, of course, 91N is a network platform that airs and broadcasts content such as podcasts, both in Sault Ste. Marie and outside of Sault Ste. Marie. There's a YouTube channel called 91 Network. You can head on over to there and give that a check out. If you're currently doing a podcast and want to join the community, just reach out to 91 Network through 91NetworkSSM at gmail.com. Or if you are, well, looking at developing a podcast, you don't know where to start. Email 91networkssm at gmail.com. And, of course, 91 Network on YouTube. Make sure you hit subscribe to be, well, in tune or in view of all of the great content that it has. Now, the Game Sports Podcast, you may not be listening to 91N, and that's fine. We forgive you. But that means you're probably listening somewhere else on an audio platform, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, wherever that may be, whenever you find it. That like, that follow goes a long way for us. So make sure you do that. Now, there was some great ep- great content, sorry, easy for me to say, earlier this week. Of course, some juicy content this week in terms of baseball kind of invaded a little bit of the Monday show, along with hockey was invading. And last week, though, Heichel and I had a very juicy topic in regards to, obviously, Corey Perry and what was going on with Corey Perry. People say rumor or rumors, plural, whatever way you want to put it. Obviously, our thumbnail said rumors, but nonetheless – it was a juicy topic, and it seems like it caught a lot of traction on YouTube. It caught a lot of traction on TikTok. It caught a lot of traction in our YouTube shorts. So whatever way that you provided your input, 
we love it. We want more of that. Okay, so if you're visiting the channel, if you're listening to that, uh, to anything through 91N or the Game Sports Podcast, don't hesitate to follow, like, subscribe, whatever that may be, and interact. We want that interaction. We love it. We crave it. Look, Heichel talked about it at the beginning. He said it right at the beginning. You know, maybe we're that gateway. I don't know. Or maybe you just want to just roast us because you think that our our comments are far-fetched. Keep bringing it on. We want it. We want that. Well, I had a couple of people jarring at me after my uh, my Lucic toss in last week on the Corey Perry <laughs> nonsense. So, and I heard about uh, it Saturday night after the Bruins won. So, it's all yeah. good. I don't mind. It's, we love it. We love it. You know the 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 Game Sports podcast. Obviously, what was previously known as the Game Sports Show has been around for eight years. There's been a lot of change this year. You know, there it's been a change. It's been in the making. There's been some delays because there's been a lot of things that happened at the end of last year that caused quite a delay for us and. There's a lot of change needed, and it finally came to flourishing, especially after yours truly got married and honeymooned and went to Europe and did things. There was a few things, and we kept the content going, but now we're excited to bring you this change. And there's going to be TikToks all the time. There's going to be YouTube shorts all the time. There's going to be great – there's going to be a a consistent schedule that always happens, which hasn't been the case for the past year. You know, we got some great things coming up, so make sure you stay tuned for all that. Heichel, tonight's agenda. Let's get to that. Uh, the first segment, we're going to kind of have a little variety here. I'm going to give a little bit of love to, not a little bit, probably a little the, bit more. Than the that. variety half hour. I like that variety. Um, I'm going to talk about Christine Sinclair a little bit. I've got to give kudos to Christine Sinclair. She played her final game last night in a legendary turnout, let me tell you. Uh, also, we're going to bring in a little hockey to this Wednesday show. We normally don't, but... I'm going to, and I'll tell you what that, we'll tell you what that is, and it's actually two pieces that we're going to bring into that. Now, I want to start with one thing that's juicy. And look, I try to give emphasis to a lot of topics and titles that we talk about because I want to make sure I clip it and I can see where my voice got a little animated. It makes it easier for me to clip. So if you want to know why I do that, there you go, okay? But it is going to be something with baseball first. And if you listen to the Monday edition, if you head over to the Game Sports Podcast TikTok, there was obviously my take about where I think, and I'm just looking down to make sure I get all my news accurate here because, you know, I want to make sure we give the most accurate news. Well, it's, it's, also, it's also changing by the minute right now. Literally changing by the minute. And I think Hike knows where I'm going with this right now. So, and we didn't talk about this first segment, Hike and I. We know what's happening in the second segment. Actually, I should go to that. I almost messed up the agenda. The second segment will <laughs> be in the pocket. Okay, so this is the variety segment, and then we will have in the pocket in the second segment, which is our football content. But back to the action here, folks. Uh, last on Monday, last episode, I talked about the bold prediction of the Blue Jays getting both Otani and Soto. That caught traction. Uh, how I know that caught traction? Just let maybe let me tell you how I know that caught traction. So it, just on TikTok alone, there was over 3,900 of you that listened to it. Uh, there was well over 12 comments on that one, as well as uh, close to the same to the second one too. So there was people interacting and a lot of likes. So we appreciate that, but. I have a predict. I had a prediction on there. I said that the Blue Jays are, if they get Otani, they're going to get Soto too. Okay, that's what I said. As of right now, it's December sixth at seven fifty nine. It's apparently that Soto is going to be going to the New York Yankees, which I dislike. I, 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 I'm going to say it. We don't like saying it on the show, but I hate the Yankees. There's not a worse team I hate more than maybe the Boston Bruins are up there. Uh, that's for sure. Uh, other than that, it, it, I don't even hate Montreal that much. If you want to talk hockey, There's I'm going to be honest. I, I would probably put Boston up there. Yeah, 
but I mean, all, I'm in myself being a Colts fan, like the city of Boston and the Patriots. I just, you know, Red Sox. I I am a Jays fan loosely. I mean, I got the my chapeau over there somewhere. There it is. Yeah, this is the chapeau. Yeah, there you go. But I like uh, your cabinet too. You got a nice cabinet there. A nice dresser. Sorry, cabinet. That's not a cabinet. Yeah, it's uh, it's a video game storage. Uh, that's there's no clothes in there. It's not a dresser for items of wearing. The best thing though is right above his head, and I think we all know what that is if you're a Star Wars fan. That, but I'm gonna start. Like I'm gonna rotate that out eventually. I'll get something else. We'll put it up there just to keep it as a conversation piece based on the seasons, whatever sports season we're in. Maybe I'll swap it out. Like that. Give some suggestions below if you'd like. Now, Soto seems like going to the Yankees is a is certain, but there's nothing official yet. There might be something official before the show uploads, so we're not going to give any feedback or say anything then. And if there is some news-breaking signings between you know free agents or if there's a trade for Soto, you know if, there, if we have the ability, we'll bring forward that content as quickly as we can to you with facts, of course. But it sounds like Soto is going to be going to the Yankees now. It seems like they're the front runner and they're finalizing a deal. Very a interesting. Garbage team, is. though. To see if that if that does happen, it's unfortunate. Uh, but the Yankees fans will be excited. You got Judge, you got Soto, you got Stanton at Yankee Stadium at the right deck. It's going to be busy at Yankee Stadium. Uh, but of course, my so that means my TikTok might be a little bit incorrect if that all happens where my prediction was. But again, that was a prediction. But I did say on that episode, and I did say on in in transition to that TikTok that. The Jays should sign Otani, then trade for Soto. Okay, so sign Otani is still a chance, and apparently they're the front runners for that. The Jays, but well, as I said, let's not get our hopes up. With that situation, though, I mean, if you get one A done and you have Otani on your roster, that opens up a trillion other doors because guys are like, <laughs> "Hey, wait a minute." <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. It's <laughs> it's kind of weird. There, we have to go to Canada, um, <laughs> but. We could probably do it. I mean, he's pretty good, he's and pretty I, good I think I, you know, like it, he just attracts a player like Otani attracts players that like are the Jays usually get like the one C free agents out of that tier. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and nothing against those guys. It's just a lot of people don't want to come to Ontario and get fisted on tax. The baseball season's long enough where you're here as a resident, so I'm pretty sure you got to pay income tax. And I would imagine with those salaries, I mean, the government abuses our salaries pretty bad. So I could imagine making a couple million dollars. <laughs> you're probably taking it hard. Yeah, that's and that's, and, and that's the, but you could go play in Florida and pay no tax. Yep. And what like and Florida can't put a team on the fucking field to save their lives. So and who really cares that Otani can't pitch this year? That's fine. That's fine. The guy's going to smash 50-plus at Rogers Center if he, goes, if he goes there. And he'll come back the following year as a pitcher. That makes an even better – a good rotation even better, right? So the it thing gives is – It gives you time to get some cool alternate jerseys in your jersey roster. That's 100%. Maybe give a little bit of love to, to where Shohei's from. But there's a, lot, there's a lot of good availability this year. And I feel like the Jays, when they said they're going to be serious, they are. And it seems like they are. But we'll see what happens out of Otani. But it seems like Soto is going to be off the board. But there's still 1A available, and we should know this week. We should. But as a Toronto fan, outside of being a host of a sports podcast, I am going to keep my, you know, keep my, just my, keep myself stationed because, you know, there's sometimes you can't always get what you hope 
especially if you are a Toronto fan. Now, I won't go into that too much because we gave a lot of love to baseball. We already gave that a good chunk. I want to give love to Christine Sinclair, okay? Now, where I want to go with this is, you know, the women's soccer team, there's been a lot that has went on the past year, right, in terms of salary, um, equity. uh, There's 48,000 – sorry, you're – before I go to that next point, Justin, if you wanted to mention something there. I was just going to say bullshit. A lot of bullshit went on with the women's soccer team. I don't know. There's not really a reason to sugarcoat it. I mean, they're getting dicked around. 100%. They're, they're getting fucked around. And they're better than the men's. Well, 100%. I mean, like, that's... <laughs> oh. I know Alfonso is really good, okay? Like, they have good play, but listen here. You spend a lot of time here in Canada watching, and I mean, there is definitely, I understand in certain aspects of not pushing, you know, women's sports, like the the business perspective, the business cases sometimes just can't be made for profitability. However, on the amateur level, there should be no reason for a disparity in funding. Like there, if the women's team is going out there and winning gold medals, then the women's team should be the one getting the funding. The men's team can – Davies jerseys, Team Canada jerseys are going to pay for the men's team. <laughs> Honestly, t- yeah, yeah. tell me I'm wrong. That's – the women's team, like, I don't know. It's just frustrating. And maybe I'm a little more sensitive to it now that I got, like, a tiny little one-year-old girl and I want to make sure that she's got, you know, opportunities. So – but it's that's just kind of bullshit. I mean, they're – I don't know. They shouldn't have to – what they do on the field shouldn't have been affected by that. And it definitely was this year. It was. That's... And, and last night in Vancouver, there was 48,112 people that were in attendance, which is the largest crowd ever for a women's international friend, friendly match in Canada. And that is as per Canada Soccer's Instagram page. Okay, if you want to know where I got that source from. Hashtag thank you, Sync. Love that. You know, she came off at around the just over the 50th minute, I believe it was the 56th minute is when she got uh, subbed off the field and ovation. And they renamed the stadium Christine Sinclair Place. Like, that is the coolest. That is an honor. Like, I know they didn't rename it, you know, for the rest of time. I I understand. There's sponsors, right? There's, There's things. There's business, as Hike even said a few moments ago. But to give honor to somebody who is women's Canadian soccer who who is an icon and she even said in interviews yesterday she's not going anywhere she's she is going to try to stay around the game if it's you know GM or if it's it's a little bit different obviously in soccer. Yeah, she, okay. she's not but, going she coaching. eats breathes sleeps soccer yeah I and mean, maybe yeah. she can go coach the men's team and get them in shape <laughs> I don't know and she even said that I hope my parents and family are proud and trust me the, the <laughs> entire country's proud like I don't honestly. That's yep. if, if you if you watch how an athlete across all sports, an a professional athlete should carry themselves. Yeah, like she's a prime example. She's a you would want her as a captain on any team. Yep, it's just a a leader through and through. Not as you see with other teams uh, in the international stage and other players on the international stage. Sometimes it's all about me. So look at me. Look at this. What these are. Look at my. You know what's going on. Look at this. She was all team, and that's like a a lunch pail play. She came in. She punched the clock. That was her job. She was fucking good at it. 
And then she she left. That was it. She came. She did her job for how many years, and then left. She was a part of that team, and she obviously was a big part of winning the gold medal. A lot of their international success and the most goals for international play. So, what does that tell you? Okay, like the I she is a poster for Canadian females out there that want to play soccer. She helped make like. It's like baseball. It's like hockey. Well, hockey, I can only use an example. Hockey is a Canadian sport. But baseball, you know, when the Jays are on fire, it has been statistically proven enrollment in baseball is higher. So with the Canadian women's, if you look back to when they won the gold, especially look at female soccer, the enrollment's been bigger. And here in Sault Ste. Marie, where the game is located, female soccer has really boomed. It really has. And soccer in general has boomed. And she is a pivotal part into that. And as a on behalf of Canada – which I don't have the power of, of course, but on behalf of Canada, we salute you for all the great that you've done for the game of soccer, the beautiful game of soccer. I should make sure I say that correctly. And also for changing the face of a sport in a country. And never mind what you've done successfully individually. I don't need to bring that up. Everybody knows. Everyone knows your stats. But I don't think there's enough credit or thanks being given to her for what she did. Just, yes, Thank you, Sink, right? I got it up on my phone right here. I'll show the screen where I read it off of. Yes, there is that, but I want to say on behalf of us and behalf of what you've been able to provide as entertainment, you have put Canadian soccer for women's on the map. And it's all built. It's a building block that she started that I hope trends. And one day, hopefully, and I'm sure she hopes the same thing, that maybe somebody will pass her record. Someone will beat her but we'll always remember who the first was to be a big part into Canadian soccer was, and it was Christine Sinclair. Now, Justin, uh, two pieces of hockey I want to get to before we wrap up the first segment. Then we got some in the pocket. We got some football to talk about. I think we can do that. Spitting Chicklets uploaded that the Arizona – well, first those Arizona Coyotes uploaded, but, you know, Spitting Chicklets loves – well, especially one guy on there loves two teams and no free ads – one guy on there loves two teams, the Leafs and the Yotes. Um, and New Arena was posted on Arizona Coyotes' is Instagram page, which was shared by the Spit and Chicklets podcast page on Instagram. No further details. Now, why are we bringing this up? And why am I bringing this up, firstly? Well, I will spend the next 60 seconds at most saying that I don't even – know what the facts are behind this. I don't know what's going to happen. Heck, something might get uploaded while we're talking or later. But I don't even want to go to this new arena. If they get a new arena, cool. They should. The arena, I think, is a joke. So good for you. you get it's a, not theirs. We'll, 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 we'll talk on Monday on the hockey segment about their new arena if they get something. But what I want to bring feedback on right now is that why Arizona continues to stay in this league. Look, they're a great team to watch this year. A little bit, not great. They're not like top two, but you know what? They've had some success as of late, and good on them. It's been, it's been a bit. It's been a hot minute, and they're, they're usually a laughing stock of a lot of things. Their rebuilding never ends. It feels like right, but why this team is still a team in the National Hockey League, and why teams have to fl- there's money being flooded into them, and Bettman protects them. Look, I'm not going to even attack Bettman here, but Arizona needs to get the hell out of Arizona. There shouldn't be a team in Arizona. Montreal, sorry, not Montreal. Quebec City is waiting in the winds. Not Atlanta 3.0. For the love of all is good. Get rid of, no. No, no, no. Houston, sure. I don't mind the Houston idea, to be honest. I've kind of grown to it. I don't like the Hamilton idea. I don't think a third team in Ontario. I just don't like it as a, as a, as a Toronto Maple Leaf fan, but maybe in the game of hockey it would make sense. Anything is better than Arizona is my point. 
why they still have a team, why we're investing in maybe getting a new arena if it's being built or purchased, whatever the heck they're doing or whatever's going on, that that team should no longer be in the NHL. There's more profitable places in the in the in in North America for them to go. So my thought on this at this point, because we can talk about this till we're blue in the face. Um, but the only reason I think that the Coyotes, because the Coyotes are ran by the NHL, are they not? Or they have an owner, right? But are they being bankrolled by the NHL still? Or, anyways, they're owned they- by Alex. I, I want to make sure I got his name right. Yes, they're, they're owned by Alex Morello. He is a Coyotes owner, which he has reaffirmed that he wants to stay in Arizona. And I read that. Um, so what? Part, yeah. What are what are this guy's other business interests? Well, you have his thing up. Um, so Alex is a Cuban American. I'm reading biography right from thing here. He's a Cuban American billionaire who holds business interests in banking, real estate, media, restaurants, food, casino, and professional sports. Um, so I, I would imagine then moving your team from an arena that had 15,000 ish seats to, uh, the McMeekin center. That's an old arena in the Sioux that's actually no longer there. You could probably potentially claim some massive losses on your tax because this is what's going on. Honestly, this is what I'm at this point. I'm thinking it's just like a tax shelter for this guy. I was going to say because I thought the NHL still owned them. So for the NHL, that's yeah, we're losing bleeding money out here. So this is just a solid write off for us and we can move along. But this guy, you take a team that allegedly was break even at best and then move it to somewhere where you know you're making no fucking money at all like it has to there has to be some sort of tax shenanigans going on with this this is i don't know i have no other i don't know how you can't sit there and say that quebec city sure maybe that doesn't make sense but houston right i like that i actually don't mind the houston idea you know it's another good idea is kansas city I don't, I don't mind that idea. Now sports are growing there even bigger because of multiple reasons. One is we all know why. Hey, rename them the Swifties. <laughs> so at the end of the day, there's options, and I want the NHL to consider that. But we'll table that uh, for more in the – yeah, We could go forever on that one. Yeah, but I wanted to get my point out there is why even invest NHL? Why? Why? I just wanted to throw a conspiracy theory out there. Shoot it. No, that was it. The tax oh, shelter. That, that was the tax shelter. Yeah. Yes. Let us know what you think. Look, we'll talk more about Arizona, I'm sure, in the near future. They always come up. Now, the last thing I want to bring up before a quick breather, before in the pocket, is the obviously the Women's Hockey League, uh, the Toronto team, uh, sells out their season ticket memberships in two days. I want to give kudos to that. You know, the, the obviously the professional Women's Hockey League is uh, going to be coming in. Great players are there. Uh, there's actually somebody that is uh, obviously known to the international ranks, but is from Sioux, Michigan, that uh, I used to have the privilege of announcing for the Sioux Blue Devils, Abby Rock. Uh, is, is obviously is in that league, great hockey player, played college hockey, women's. Uh, but I want to give kudos to the city of Toronto because hockey never fails in Toronto in terms of fan support and purchasing tickets. Now, one thing I want to vent about, there's one thing you could do better, be louder. Okay, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, the, the loud fans can't afford to get in. <laughs> Fact. The ones that care. The fans that care, they can't get in. Yep. The, the other ones that don't care, they're on their BlackBerry. Yeah, it's not a thing anymore, BlackBerry, but I said it because it sounded cool to say. Uh, that are on their BlackBerry. Honestly, though, the ones that are sitting in the crowd probably still have Blackberries. 
I actually haven't seen one in a long time. Uh, if you have a BlackBerry, please. Come Although that one guy that's sitting behind the bench all the time, that old guy, he looks pretty sharp. He might not. He might be an iPhone guy or something. He dresses pretty slick. Oh, he's got some cashios as well. Honestly. No, he doesn't. There's no no. <laughs> come on. All right, Justin, let's take a quick breather. When we come back, we'll have In the Pocket. It's going to be a shorter In the Pocket today, obviously. Uh, we had a lot to get to there in the first segment, the one of the lecture, but we'll give you the football content that you need to hear here on the Game Sports Podcast, powered by 91N. David McKaig, co-hosted with Justin Heichel. We'll be back in just a few moments. Let me remind you, we are commercial-free for the remainder of 2023. Have that been rhymes. October. Yeah, we have. That does rhyme. Uh, we are commercial-free, so this is literally just going to be a breather and welcome back to the game sports podcast david mckay continuing to host you here on the wednesday edition of the game sports podcast continue to be joined by justin heichel as well and this has been the pattern for the past few weeks just me and justin there's been nobody to this way of my video or this way or this way nonetheless justin and i bringing you top-notch content as we like to say but we hope you are enjoying the show up until this point this is the in the pocket segment just to remind you if you're new to the show the In the Pocket segment has been around since the show has existed, okay? It's been around a long time. And Justin has been in there since the start as well, okay, along with many others. There's over 13 of us with the Game Sports Podcast. But the In the Pocket segment used to be its own podcast, much like our hockey show used to be and other shows, just like baseball as well. But now we've all seg segmented it into two shows a week called Just the Game Sports Podcast and put it into segments. So now that we have the In the Pocket segment, I can't say podcast, it's called the In the Pocket segment here continuing to give you coverage throughout the football season. And just to say off hot, offhand, EJ is our NCAA football expert, as well as even Dane Hantrow, believe it or not, especially as a Michigan Wolverines fan that he is. So we will not have N any NCAA discussion here today, nor will we have a two-minute warning. But Justin, I are gonna, Justin and I are going to give you two topics each that we want to review from last week, and then our pickums before we wrap up the show. Justin, let's go to your topic first. What do you got from this past week that has got you going that you want to bring to the table? Well, I just, uh, what the hell is going on with quarterbacks? I mean, like, that's, uh, guys are dropping like flies here. It's, uh, and guys are coming up. Joshua Dobbs, Browning, who had a monster game last week for Cincinnati. Uh, Bro Browning looked like the uh, second coming of Joe Burrow out there. <laughs> You sure did. Like, and then coaches were coaches were looking at like Burrow back on the bench, like, oh, this guy's like, pretty good. Browning beat the Jaguars. Uh, like that's not a team that's been cold this year. Uh, the Jags, Jags kind of beat themselves a little bit too. And decided to step on their own quarterback and then fold the guy over top of them, but <laughs> make okay. him walk off the field with a mangled leg. Literally, now another team like that has. You know, the, the commanders, they've had inconsistency at quarterback. Speaking of that, Tyreek Hill is literally a machine. We're not talking receivers. We're going yeah, Sam Howell's played the whole season for the commanders. I mean, that's more than half the fucking league can say. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Good point. See, that I see the last couple of years they've had the carousels, what I should correct myself with. But it seems like they found someone who can try to lead the charge, but obviously been a, you know, not the greatest of all years, but at least they have somebody because there's a team and teams out there that don't have their quarterbacks. That's Joe Burrow being with the Bengals and obviously Deshaun Watson with the Browns. Okay. There's obviously Aaron Rodgers with the Jets who apparently might come back for the season ends. Like what? Well, the and then the Jets just cut Tim Boyle today. Like, listen, we saw you for two games. Get out of here. 
Get out of here. We don't need it. And then, of course, as of last week, which I'm sure you're kind of getting to, too, the Steelers, who were in a pretty stable, let's say, playoff, not stable, wild card position. They were battling for that playoff spot. Dropped to 7-5 and five because of a loss to Arizona, and, can, uh, and Pickett goes down for a few weeks. I called that last week, and I never picked that fucking game. I still picked the Steelers. I said, I'm going to get burnt on this, and I did. I did. We all did, I think. I think yeah. all me, you, and EJ got ripped on that. And Mitch Trubinsky himself comes on, and he, did, he did, actually did okay. You know, and I, 11, I think he was 11 for 17. I know he was over 115 yards, and he had a touchdown. So, I mean, his pass completion to not completed rate was fine. Kyler Murray didn't really have a good game. If you want to consider, yeah, but that's that's hard to judge that game on stats, considering the game got stopped like eight times because it was raining sideways and (laughs) like upside down and everything else. Like the field wasn't flooding, the sky was flooding at one point. Like it was just awful weather, a great football weather, but awful weather. That's. But what's going on with quarterbacks, Justin? What do you think? Is it It, workout? Is it just a coincidence? Like, is there something that needs to be? You know, I don't want to say it needs to be looked into, but it just seems like it's like a flu bug. It's going around just for quarterbacks, but injuries. I on I don't want to say that it's conditioning on the quarterbacks because, I mean, quarterbacks conditioning, you need like 100% mental conditioning. And if, you know, being a Colts fan taught me anything, Peyton Manning and his shitty hamstrings, you need like 7% physical conditioning. Um, but so, but I mean, like, it all depends on how you, how you operate, how your team, like it's, it's super variable, but on a base level on this, I think the league in the last 10 years, you've gotten away from the Vince Wilforks, uh, the Casey Hamptons, (laughs) those big hole filling defensive tackles, these slabs of meat out there. You've just got guys that were like, super soldier linebackers playing defensive tackle now. And so you just have linebackers playing defensive end guys that were too tall to be a linebacker. Like it's just the way the game has evolved. It's all speed and offensive line play. Hasn't really evolved since football started. You got some hogs. They block guys. Mm -hmm. They play till they're 40 and they're happy. They drive trucks. That's just kind of how it goes. And, and I think we're at a point now where maybe the offensive line play has to evolve a little bit where these guys either have to be like gigantic slabs just to stop these guys, or you've got to get these guys in the gym. Like Man, at a base like level, guys are, guys are coming through and hitting the quarterback and that's yeah. how the quarterback's getting injured. The quarterback just isn't wandering around and getting injured in a hole on the field. He's not playing at Rocky Di Pietro downtown here. Like the fields are good quality fields. Uh, I just it, it, guys are getting crushed. Man, I mean, it's Brian it, Erlacher, right? Like there was a guy that was a big boy. Eddie was just insane, right? Yeah, and Brian Erlacher was a safety in college. And TJ Watt is built different than Erlacher in size. Look at the comparison; they are Watt is smaller, but the athletic conditioning is a lot different, and the hits. I'm not saying he hits harder than Erlacher or someone like Brian Dawkins used to do. There's a nice, there's a nice nostalgic name for people that might smile, especially if you're an Eagles fan. But the way some of these guys get hit, okay. well, like the Bosa's, like look at them, man. That they're like oh, Bosa. Yeah, I shouldn't forget Bosa. That's 
Nikita. Those guys, they're built like Terminators. Like, it's crazy. The way it's, there's no, there's no, there's no, okay? There's just, okay? There's no, there's just this. Okay, if you get what I'm grabbing down here, I'm trying to grab for the camera. Everyone understands, a couple pints in. Uh, But, again, they're built different. And the quarterbacks, I think that's the protection. That's a good point. They're just not protected as much. And they're just, something needs to change with the conditioning. Or maybe we're crazy to say that. And just a coincidence this year where every quarterback seems to be going down. And I mean the word loosely when I say heavily. Just in case or or I could just like, I could just slide in here and slight Tom Brady a little bit and say that he ruined the game, wanting to play till he's 45 and just fucking complaining for 10 years about, oh, my, don't hit me. Oh, he stopped on my toe and staring at the ref and looking for a penalty. You know what I mean? Like that. I was to- use him as an example, but he never had a lot of injuries. That, no, once injury. once his knee exploded, he complained yeah. about absolutely everything, and yeah. like it. I don't know. Everyone knows. I mean, this isn't this isn't me complaining because I hate Tom Brady. Everyone knows. There's like four quarterbacks that get calls in the league, and no one else does. <laughs> Sunday night was a perfect example. A guy in the Packers got a fucking penalty for hitting quarterback inbounds. Inbounds. Okay, inbounds. That's like, my that's my topic. I was going to bring up quick. I know we got five, so I'm going to say whatever. That. Let's keep going. This is a good one. I, I need to say, okay, I was watching the Packers and Chiefs game, okay? And there's a couple of reasons why. Well, we watch football, duh, me. But obviously, Kansas City gets watched second in this household now. Can you take a guess? I'll give you a second. Okay, I'll give you a second to think about it. Um, <laughs> I, sorry, I had to laugh. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> there's a reason why, okay, I vented about refs. And in different sports, look, I got friends that are, are part that are part of committees, okay, that are called refs. Oh, God, I'm not going to say it. I don't want to butcher the name. But they're a part of committees that are you know, representation of the refs, okay? And I understand being a ref is challenging, especially when it comes to football. I'd be the worst probably. Yeah, they, they were challenged all right on Sunday. Look, if you're a professional, okay, it's almost the same expectation, as a player, you you got to be in that right spot. You got to make those calls. But that's the human element, right? That's what we need to expect as viewers. So I didn't want to yell when I said this, but yeah, I want to pick up my voice a little bit. Maybe a clip. Who knows? Uh, but you have the refs in games that dictate a lot of the outcomes of the games. And what made me really start venting about this was that non-call between New Orleans and uh, John a blank, the Rams, I believe it was the Rams. I think I got it right. That's when that started for me was that non-call that affected the Saints from being able to go to the Super Bowl, move on to the playoffs. Fast forward, okay, and we're ta- I've, I've vented on the show about hockey refs, basketball refs. Actually, basketball refs are not too bad, okay? It's a little bit. They're not – I don't give them as much slack. But umpires, I have been all over umpires in baseball on the show. They're the worst, even worse than football. But, again, we're talking football here. The – People that ref these games seem like they are out to lunch. And I've said this at the beginning of this point, that I respect referees, and I'm not trying to attack them here. I'm attacking the situation. That Packers-Chiefs game was an absolute disgusting performance of officiating. Abomination. Thank you. That was a penalty on my homes? No. The last play, though, Justin, is what got got me mad. That is pass interference if I have ever seen pass interference that play gets called the ball is 
I believe at the 15 yard line, 10, I, it's close. Don't, don't at me for that. I'm giving you just a close proximity of that, if not closer. And if Mahomes gets into that range, that territory, likely the best quarterback in the league is not going to miss, okay? That was a call that should have been called. Refs have done, it's been enough of referees dictating the outcome. But now I got to pull myself back. Human element, it happens. It's a mistake, right? No, it's uh, not a mistake. That was a makeup. It's, if, it's, they w- if they would have just picked up the flag on the first one and admitted they were fucking wrong, you don't have to make a makeup call later and look like an asshole with that stupid, like, and Parr I don't know. said it best on Monday because I brought it up quickly on Monday. We didn't want to do too much football on Monday, of course, because we had a lot of other things. We saved that for today. But he said a good point. We're Packers. Calls go our way. They always have. And that's from a Packers fan, ladies and hey, gentlemen. And in I'm Green not Bay. agree or agree, but hey, they got the call on that. It should have been a penalty, and the refs missed it. And it was an absolute abomination of a performance for refing, especially in that fourth quarter on Mahomes' penalty. And on the missed pass interference. You bobsledding over there? What's going on? You're just like I went weaving in and out. And I went off else. camera. I thought my camera was bigger. <laughs> it was not. It, it is not and was not. So I apologize to those who might have actually just lost view of me there. It's okay. You, I mean, here, here's my conspiracy theory for the uh, the football segment. I'm trying to keep this at like two conspiracy theories a week here. I like it. Um, they fig- ever, the leagues know like, they knew that Shane Pinto was betting on fucking North Korean marble racing. Uh, but we don't ever hear that any of these refs have DraftKings accounts or, you know what I mean? I can't imagine. I can't imagine that the refs are so clean that not one ref in any professional sports league has ever bet on anything. Wow. They used to, are you saying that maybe referees have money on games and there's no I'm just games. I'm just saying when there's a call that's so fucking bad like when Chris Collinsworth disagrees with something to the point that Chris Collinsworth is upset and he will pretty well get on the hog of anything and ride it till it's dead he was upset about like that's he, I don't know. He, and they don't get that animated. A lot of announcers you can see, especially in football, I realize is a little bit less, okay, than baseball and other sports, but they don't try to attack refs or they don't try to attack. But when they say, wow, wow, you, they, they're, they're, when someone is an announcer, and I can tell you as an announcer, yeah, I didn't announce for NBC or CBS or ESPN or PSN. So of course, no, I haven't done that in my life. But when you say just wow, you're, that means you're biting your tongue. Because you're stumped. You have more, yeah, you're stumped because it's stupidity that's going on. A missed call, but you don't want to say the wrong thing. And you know that they're thinking, this is what they want to say, quote unquote. Are you kidding me right yeah. now? Yeah. Well, it's anytime, anytime a commentator who's played the game, and I mean, Collinsworth hasn't played since, what, 80? I don't know. I can't even go back. He was a Bengal, I believe, from like the Boomer Esiason days, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but regardless, the guy played in the league, so he can call a bullshit call from he knows. 1988 he played. Okay, there we go. I mean. All with the Bengals, fun fact. So he, he can call a bullshit call. I mean, he's seen them. And then he's been a commentator for how long. So he knows. He knows when it stinks. It's good when you have commentators as official, as a, as a, a, a sorry, a pre-football, or ex-football players as commentators. I like that because. Because yeah, maybe it takes away a job from somebody who wasn't. I get that, you know. But 
But I think it buys them a little leash with what they can say and can't say because when there's shit like this, like it needs to be called out. If you just let like people have money on this, so now that you've you've made this a you know a joke. You've you can't the outcome of a game and you've maybe done something like your stupidity cost average Joe thousand bucks in Vegas, which is your fault for betting that money. You, but it you, isn't. Well, that's it. You can't just be calling. You can't have be having people lose money or accepting bets from people when you're not going to call the games by the rule book that you set out. Yep. I mean, I that's we could go on to this one forever and we're on a, a time crunch here. Time, so I will, yeah, totally. I will, I will move it along, but. Yes, uh... and if people are wondering why I was looking down, I was trying to read some facts on the game, but I was also getting my picks in for the pick that Justin's about to do. Justin, give us the standings, let's do the picks, and then that's going to actually wrap up the episode. So, fire content, back-to-back weeks. Let's, uh, we'll recap here. Uh, In first place still, my chub is Miles Long with 123 points. Steelers Nation in second with 121, and uh, the ever original Hikes picks in third with 120. So still a three point spread across the board here. Uh, I've uh, I've won the round the last two weeks though, week 12, week 13. I've uh, taken the both, so watch out. I'm coming for you. I would love for um, you to win. I'm actually okay with that. I would love it. Move it into this week. Uh, I'm gonna take Pittsburgh over New England tomorrow night. I don't. I'm uncomfortable with this pick all the way around, but weeks in a row. The Patriots aren't going to win because they're putting on a masterclass tank, and that's for another show. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take the Bucks over Atlanta, Detroit over Chicago, Colts over the Bengals because the Colts are making the playoffs. Everybody else, watch out. Um, ugly Cleveland over Jacksonville, Saints over Carolina, Houston over the Jets. Baltimore over the Rams, Vegas over Minnesota, San Fran over Seattle, Tough game. Buffalo over KC, um, Denver over the Chargers because the Chargers are fucking garbage. Six points against the Patriots. I started Justin Herbert in fantasy last week over Jared Goff. Shame on me. Um <laughs> Dallas over Philly because Dallas isn't going to beat them in the playoffs. Miami over Tennessee and Green Bay over the Giants. Uh, Miami, 48 points over Tennessee's 21. And uh, we're going to take Green Bay at 28 over the Giants, 24. I think that'll be a little closer than anyone thinks, but Green Bay still wins. Uh, Most points this week, obviously Miami. And the least points this week, Carolina. I'm pretty close with the tiebreakers again. We tend to do that here on the show. Great minds think alike. Steelers over the Patriots. Falcons over the Bucks. Lions over the Bears. Bengals over the Colts. Sorry, Hike. Jay, the Browning show, man. Uh, Jacksonville over the Browns. Nah, just because. Saints over the Panthers. Texans over the Jets. Ravens over the Rams. I uh, wish the Rams would have an upset here. That would be great. Not going to happen. Vikings over the Raiders. Niners over the Seahawks. Tough game here. I like this game. I'll be watching this. Absolutely. Chiefs over the Bills in a good game. Very good game. Sorry. Poor Buffalo. I'm so sorry, Buffalo fans. I believe but I lost my faith a few weeks ago on you. Chargers over the Broncos. Yes. Bold decision. Bold strategy, Cotton. Cowboys over the Eagles for the same reason Justin said, because they're not going to beat them when it counts. Dolphins over the Titans. Green Bay over the Giants. 34-21 Dolphins. 
Actually, I completely got that wrong. I wanted that to say 48-21. I don't know why I put that. So let me correct myself. 48-21 over the Titans. <laughs> don't know why I have 34 there. It's supposed to be 48. 28-12 Packers over the Giants in the tiebreaker tie scores. Most points this week, obviously Miami. Tyreek might break the record this week. No, he's not. But he's going to come very close to getting a couple hundred yards this week, I'd say. And the Giants... Um, I actually had as the least points originally, but I actually changed that to be the Jets this week because just because Zach Wilson. Wump, that's wump. Because, that's, because Zach Wilson started. All right, we have no two-minute warning uh, this week. A little announcement if you're in fantasy football. I know my quarterfinals start. Me losing last week lost me my bye because I wasn't first. I dropped down a couple places because of that tough two-point loss last week to the game's own Avery Roush, who decided to come in and say, excuse me, David, and now I am actually playing Brendan Brooks in the quarterfinals, another game, uh, another the game sports podcast, I remember. So all those who are in fantasy football, it's going to be a big week because I think everybody's in the quarterfinals. I'm, uh, I'm up against uh, the Phantom Fever this week, so. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Gonna be a, it's going to be big. Next week we'll have results, and I might be happy or I might be mad. Who knows? Justin, this has been the Game Sports Podcast, the Wednesday edition. You've stayed a little bit extra. Thank you for your time. We planned for 25. We've went 41. That's, That's the way it goes. Still not too bad for us. We're still working on the time in here, but I appreciate you taking the time, my friend. Hey, we're like uh, we're like the bag fries you get in the, the extras. We just like to give you a little bit more. We do. Just pre- appreciate us like the extra bag fries. That's all we ask. That's the joy about being a podcast. Now, I want to remind you, we're Powered by 91N. Head over to the YouTube channel, hit subscribe. Don't miss out on any of the Game Sports podcast content or other content on there. If you're doing a podcast, reach out, get you on there. If you need to do one, the, the 91N platform will help you. The Game Sports podcast, head on over to the uh, to the all audio platforms, hit like, follow, and subscribe. And I forgot again at the beginning, the guy's going to be so mad. The In the Pocket segment was sponsored by Sports Center Bar and Grill and is sponsored by Sports Center Bar and Grill, the original home of the Game Sports podcast. That means go out there for wing night. You got the best, best sports bar in town over six years. They got great wings, great pizza. Head on over to Sports Center Bar and Grill if you're in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. I want to thank you to everyone for tuning in. Justin, thank you again. And just in case you don't know, I want to remind you. Keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah.